Good evening. This is your boy, DJ Tan, right here on that evening, Tanitudes. Tonight, I want to talk about what I'm going to categorize this podcast is the blame game. And I know a lot of people who listen to me, uh, you may have a difference of opinion, and that's fine. The world is made up of, of opinions. So you can have your opinion, and that's fine with me, you know. But I'm going to talk tonight about my African-American brothers and sisters in this blame game and this, and this victimization that we've been playing for a way too long. You see, for better or for worse, our lives are physical expressions of the narrative we tell ourselves every day. Every single day. Now, this narrative is a story about the world, the world around us, which we adopt and act as a character in. Now, how we see ourselves in light of our past and current circumstances determines the role we play. You see, we're either the victim blaming others for our our lives or the victor taking responsibility for our lives. If we're honest, let me say that again. If we're honest, we all go back and forth between the two. Now, unfortunately, none of us are immune from the disease of self-pity. I see it in myself sometimes, and I'm absolutely disgusted by it. You know, reflecting on the past in order to heal is absolutely necessary. But living in the past is a recipe for disaster. You see, I believe these narratives are the most dangerous forces in society limiting our personal and collective growth. See, for example, think back about um, last year around this time. Somebody, I think it was a writer for some magazine or something that I read, said when you teach girls, they are victims. They believe it. But this is not in keeping with reality, and it can become quite debilitating. Yet much of our culture is absolutely addicted to the victim narrative. Now, I know some of y'all are going to say, you know what, there's some bullshit right here. I'm not nobody's victim. I'm not playing the victim role. You know, everything that's going on in my life is a direct result of of, of what happened to my, my, my ancestors and my... I'm going to need y'all to sit down for a minute and pay close attention. You see, that victim narrative that you're retelling over and over and over and over and over and over again, the pain that was inflicted on us by a particular group can cause irreparable harm. As I said earlier, there's nothing wrong with addressing the pain of the past. Nothing at all. So don't come calling me hollering about something where you know you got to know where you came from, know where you're going. That's not what I'm saying. You're not paying attention. You see, this is why even as a black man, I'm conflicted when it comes to groups like Black Lives Matter. All this approach does does is create discord to me. Now, I'm just being real. I'm keeping it real. Division and fear along with racial, gender and sexual class, politics and religious lines. If we are if we as people 
or to heal, we need to let go of the pain of the past, no matter how horrific it was, no matter how terrible it was. You know, taking 100% responsibility for our lives in a strange way is the path to freedom. I know this sounds crazy, but blaming others for our current pain, come on now, that's not that's never going to lead to healing. And that goes for, for any group that, that, that has experienced oppression. Whether visible minorities, women, religious groups, the, the, the LGBT, you know, Q community or the poor. Come on now. I'm not saying that we should blame ourselves for pain inflicted on us by others, but forgive and let go. Forgiveness is the very instrument that frees us from the pain of the past. It's not easy it's not an easy thing to do, trust me, but it's the only antidote to the pain. When we forgive, we find the very freedom so many of us are fighting for. Nelson Mandela learned this very principle in prison. He discovered his greatest opponent wasn't his oppressors, but the pain that lived inside of him. It wasn't until he let go of the pain by the act of forgiveness that he found freedom. The prison walls nor his captors could confine him anymore. Imagine that. In prison, he found freedom. You know, there's a passage in the Bible that speaks uh, to, to this. You know, Paul is telling slaves that recently became Christians to obey their masters in the same manner as they obey Jesus. You know, to be honest with you, I could never reconcile this passage with my faith. I was absolutely mystified that Paul would encourage new believers to remain as slaves. But Paul is in life about living in freedom. And, and, and didn't Jesus come to save the oppressed from the oppressors? Well, I guess the answer is yes and no. See, you see, the primary message of Jesus isn't about social justice but something much more powerful. So freedom from self, freedom from self, you know, Jesus didn't come to free people from, the, from their oppressors, but to free them from their own minds. We think freedom is about rights, but true freedom is about us being renewed in our minds. This is why we love movies like, like, like Braveheart. You know, remember the line that, you know, they may take our lives, but we'll never take our freedom. I mean, I know they didn't sound like that, but it sounded good when I said it. You heard me, you know, I was talking about this. This is what I'm saying is essentially what Paul is telling the slaves. Now that your, now that your minds have been freed, you, your lot in life doesn't determine the state of your mind. Your captors no longer have power over you, over you even if you remain a slave. You see, I believe... This is the discourse that's missing in our culture today. Instead of obsessing about restitution, we need to fight to free people from the self-imposed prison that's killing them from the inside out. We need to help people heal from the path of the past and the pain of the past. You see, true emancipation starts in the mind. This is why the victim narrative is so dangerous. It's, it's, it absolves us of responsibility and makes 
the wrongdoer master over our lives so social justice warrior movements like black lives matter mean well but unfortunately all they're doing is perpetuating the very thing they're fighting against pain pain think about it I know I know half of y'all gonna fight me about this but I am a true believer of the truth and the truth sometimes hurts and but the truth also sets you free you see think about this that they're de- they're demanding that the entire western social structure to be dismantled in order to make restitution of past sins this is it's like you go into a time machine and, and undo the past they're demanding justice first but you know i i argue the best path is just to, uh, to justice is forgiveness this is the only instrument that is powerful enough to to quench the thirst for justice victim narratives disempower and encourage hopelessness think about what i'm saying because they remind us that we have no power over our future and no personal responsibility for our lot in life if you keep telling this narrative we'll continue to 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 abdicate responsibility and wait for the government or an outside force to even out the playing field instead of looking externally we need to look internally that's where true change begins you see we need to start telling a new narrative a story of hope and a story of action and leadership where we have the the power to use our god-given creativity to create our future and the new narrative isn't it's not sexy and it might not even feel good or just in the short term but the long term it's going to pay off because the payoff is a freedom that can never be taken away think about it think about what I'm saying you know you can you have to stop playing the victim you know discrimination is structural built into societies and it needs to be addressed on a large scale you know it <laughs> We have to stop individualizing discrimination and blaming the victim for issues that are out of our control and affect their lives on a daily basis. You know, the sad part about it is this, if you continue to play the victim, people are going to see you as a victim. Stop playing that game. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. But in the context of what we we sitting here marching for, it's not making a damn bit of sense. Because what you're saying is this. It's like some oxymoron type shit. What you're saying is this. Oh, yeah, black lives matter. Yes, yes, yes. Black lives matter. Power to the people. Power to the people. But when you go back to your little hood, Tukey done got shot. Mookie done got shot. Ray Ray done got shot. Laquisha done got robbed. People roll up and got dri- drive by. You know, Toya Wright's brothers were murdered in New Orleans. 
and there were a handful of witnesses do you know to this day that because of this so-called black code nobody has stepped up to tell their story and I think for the most part that is one of the saddest situations in black lives because black lives do not matter to you obviously black lives only matter to you if some other race is doing something against you that's why I never understood that old passage that your grandparents used to say I can whoop your ass but nobody else better not do it well personally speaking I don't need you to whoop my ass either you know why because that sets that sets society's standards of what they think we should and should not be you people have to figure out how to advance your mentality for greater good it's it's, like I said I I know I'm not going to see it in my lifetime But I'm hoping that these millennials can make a change for the better. You know, you're never going to see me at no rallies. Back black lives matter. This life matter. The other life matter. As long as it don't matter to you, you're not going to see me marching for a fucking thing. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you are making a damn fool out of yourselves. Y'all sit back and these people, y'all don't understand that these people ain't doing nothing but laughing at you. They're making a mockery out of you. Like I said before, white folks don't have to do nothing to the black community. Because y'all doing it, y'all making a damn good job of doing it yourselves. Until y'all stop all the all the fuckery as they call it, all that dope selling and 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 and, and fighting over some 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 neighborhoods and shit that don't even matter to you. The you don't own every block, you don't own the block, you don't own the, the, the house on the block. And y'all know I'm speaking the truth. You don't own it, so why are you fighting over it? Why are you fighting trying to hold on to something that don't matter to you? It don't matter because it's not yours. I don't know how far along this went. Where you just stand on the corner and somebody's there. Boy, it's my corner. No, it ain't your fucking corner because you don't own nothing. You don't own this corner. Got kids scared to stand by the bus stop because y'all standing there. This is my corner. Shorty, what you doing on this side of the street? See, when y'all start getting people to stand up to y'all like like they used to back in the day and punch the shit at you, it's going to be just fine. And life is going to be perfect like it used to be. You know, I can remember, remember back in the day where we used to have the doors unlocked. Go outside and play until the street lights came on. Ride your bike freely all over town and not have to worry about nobody snatching your bike. 
I don't even think we locked our bikes up when we went into the grocery store. When we came out that little corner store, guess what? Your bike was still sitting there. Yeah, I bet you bet you leave that shit there today and see what happened. Hey, you be trying to catch that Uber to get back to your house. Hey, y'all know it's the truth. Y'all know it's the truth. And when you realize the truth, what's going to happen? It's going to set you completely free. Once we clean the trash out of the hood... And when I say trash, I mean all you unemployed, sitting on food stamps, uneducated, don't go to school, your kids don't go to school, sitting there selling that dope, sitting there selling that 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 that, that, that weeds and tweeds and all this. You know, I know somebody right now in New Orleans. I'm not even gonna mention no name because guess what? You going to jail all by yourself. I'm not gonna even have to aid in that. This helper sells them 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 tweed brownies and them tweed cookies. And them tweet tweet uh things to children. She don't give a damn who she sell it to. And I said to myself, now I know good and well that you know that these people, these teenagers, you sell these these tweed brownies too, and these tweed cookies too. But then when you ask these children, well, who, where the girl live? Where does she live? Well, I don't know where she lives. She just tells to meet on the corner. Oh, no, you know where she lives. You just don't want to tell it. But see, this chick, she aiding in the demise of our youth. Because you sitting in your illegal-ass kitchen, cooking some illegal-ass brownies filled with illegal-ass marijuana, and selling them to underage children how does that work how do you sleep at night how does one sleep at night knowing that they have done some of the most horrific shit how do you sleep at night knowing that you are part of the reason that the same neighborhood that you live in is so screwed up Hell, for that matter, how do parents sleep at night knowing that their children have those kind of connections? You know, I'm going to stop going on and on. You know, I, I just want you guys to know that this show is real. I talk about some real stuff, about real life situations, and what y'all need to do to fix some things. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. But what I'm saying is that y'all need to get that shit together. Because until it has gotten together... Ain't nothing gonna change. This is your boy DJ Tan. I'm out of here. Peace.